guys, this week on the Awesome Cast, we're talking about RFID tags, video games, big, small, and on your big screen. And welcome back, the uh, youngest member of the Awesome Audience. All this and more Awesome Cast. That seems a fit. What? Was he on before? He said he was on. I'm getting awesome. You're getting awesome. We're getting awesome. Yeah, that's what I said now. I'm getting awesome. You're getting awesome. We're getting awesome. Yeah, that's what I said. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Awesome Cast 130. I'm Michael Sorg here in the studio in Pittsburgh, PA. Chachi doesn't know what show it is. There's so many we do here on Tuesday nights. But this is the awesome cast with me. Like I said, oh, we switched it up because somebody's on call. Chachi, guy on the couch of at Chachi. I'm playing balloons. He's playing playing video games. He's doing his thing like he usually does. Playing balloons. Playing balloons. Playing balloons. No, not balloons. It's just balloons. Balloons. Like the balloons? They they take the A out. Oh. And it's just B-L-O-O-N-S. That's a Web 2.0 shit right there. It's a monkey that throws darts and you have to pop balloons. And I forgot that this is the show where we don't swear because with us uh, are the guys I usually swear around. Uh, Bobby F. J-Town, Bobby Snyder, joins us once again. Professional ironer at Bobby F. J-Town. You know, I'm telling you, man, we're going to, I, I think we're going to, so, I'm hoping we have so many people in the studio for this and the Wrestling Mayhem show. Some of them will be uh, coming to us from the set of the future Laundry Time show. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to print money I mean, and then launder it. Launder <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and also joining us, uh, the, I believe the youngest person ever to be on this show. That's it's, not it's very accurate. That's not covered in fur. The wrestle oh, fan, Eamon Peyton. Oh, I know you're talking about puppies. Even okay. even the dogs are older than he is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dogs. So very sick. And, and and hey, I was on the Austin Cast once, like a year and a half ago. Were you? Mean, so there you go. Yeah. Why do uh, we do the, that? I have a question. Hmm. Can I say knuckle duster on the show? I don't. Yeah, I guess so. Because I don't know if anybody else knows what that means. Awesome. I yeah, know. I mean, I mean, people like to crack their knuckles. I mean, that's fine. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyways, moving on. He's joining us. I, I don't know. I just wanted to get somebody that we haven't like. I'm trying to get new faces on the show. We don't get all the time. And after wrestle fan, he's somebody with a different perspective. He's coming to us from the University <laughs> of San Antonio, Texas. So I figure it's yeah. a different perspective. It's a younger perspective. You're a college student. You're seeing how other people are using some of the things that we talk about on the show. I, I thought it makes sense. It, 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 hopefully it does make sense. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, I will, uh, hopefully I understand what you guys are talking about, not hopefully like blackout because there's too many big words. Yes. You'll be the same as me. Buddy. Hopefully we don't live to regret this. Yeah, so <laughs> we better do a good job. Uh, I, I'm trying no to pressure. Remember. No pressure at all. I mean, this is just us, and, and you're a technology enthusiast. I mean, you're a podcaster by trade. You you do stuff on YouTube. You do That's stuff true. on social media. We kind of kind of cover the breadth of the entire thing. So, right? Yeah, that, that there's a lot of tech that's involved with my daily ongoings. You could say so. Yeah, I, I, I guess I, I am more than qualified. And I like guests that don't aim don't aim high when I say, "Hey, you want to be on the awesome cast tonight?" and say, "Me." You sure? <laughs> LOL. Really? Which I think is exactly. No else? Yeah, you LOL'd. And then I responded uh, the letter Y because <laughs> I was at a stoplight and hurried. 
Um, so anyways, but don't text and drive, folks. I we told him stopped. Um, but that's how Bobby kind of answered me the other, the you know, when he came on a couple weeks ago. I don't you do that today. Now that we've justified everybody, you actually you kind of did it today too. Yeah. Now we've justified now everybody's existence here. here. This is the awesome cast. Wait, why am I here? I'm still trying to figure that out, Chachi. You're here to read uh, the title because it's, it's still on balloons. you. So this is the awesome cast. You can find us. Yes, at- you can find us at awesomecast.com when it works. It kind of works now. Kind of? Kind of. I pointed to the category on torgatronmedia.com. Nice. So you can get to the episodes now. Nice. And uh, if you want to email us, sometimes people do email us. You they can do. reach us at contact at awesomecast.com. We are on Twitter at awesomecast. <laughs> we are on the iTunes, the Facebooks, the Google Pluses, where the conversations are always bumping. Yeah, no idea what any of that stuff find is. Find the show on Stitcher. You can find us on <laughs> Why iTunes, are you here? Flip TV, Flip TV, YouTube. A lot of you guys are watching us on your Roku box via the Blip TV app. So please go check all of that out. Uh, I said we're on Facebook. Oh, we already talked about that stuff. Yeah, I I'm that. sorry. I'm sorry, Chachi. That's okay. I'm, I'm, but this is where where this is where we geek out. So I let's still like you, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thanks, pal. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, this is a story we didn't get to uh, last week. I had it in here, but for whatever reason. Um, and this is one that, that's kind of down uh, down in your neck of the woods there, uh, WrestleFan. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I, I found this on, on The Verge uh, about a week ago. Students' expulsion for refusing to wear F- RFID tag uh, puts put on hold until next week. And, of course, this is from about a week ago on The Verge. So basically what's happening here. Uh, to sum up from what I read this before, uh, it, 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 it's this school district. I'm trying to bring it up here. Uh, da, 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 the Northside Independent School District. Uh, basically, they have their 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 students wear RFID chips to prove that they're in school, right? Right. Right. Now the way this reads, uh, the system cost them over five hundred thousand dollars initially, and will need a yearly outlays of one hundred thirty-six thousand dollars to maintain. Uh, but the school district's revenues are tied with attendance, and by being able to prove that the students are on school property during the prescribed hours, I would just like to point the, out. The, that the, let me finish. Let me finish. The district, the district hopes to uh, earn an upwards of one point seven million dollars. So, and, and in this, the the uh, the student uh, again was told to be they'd be expelled uh, last week for refusing to wear the RFID tag, uh, which is a small battery powered radio transceiver basically these things are being used all the time uh in, in like stuff you buy from the store even you know uh so so, so chachi you you have you have some some thoughts on this well it, and i hold on i gotta find the, the message in their facebook group um hold on. uh and first off i would just like to point out that the majority of public schools get uh their funding based on attendance right so that is nothing new. No, and and yeah, I mean it's a com- it's definitely a common thing, not just attendance, but also based off, you know, that's why the big thing for like standardized testing and stuff like that is that there's right. benefits that come with all this stuff. So you know, it's they'll a lot of times either teachers or school officials will sort of do these sort of measures to sort of you know improve themselves in the long run, I guess. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, where is it? You check look for the comment on on the Facebook, right? Yes. Uh, from Robert Gall. Um, it's yes, that's the one that says, uh, well, yes, that would be." He, it. he says on there, "When will it end? How far do they, uh, 
how far will they go to identify people? This is sad. A scam to get money by tracking people like cattle. When will it end if uh, this is allowed to proceed? All right. See, this is the uh, the comment that uh, fueled my whole my whole uh, feelings towards this. Okay. Um, what what this commenter is failing to understand is that don't smile. No, what they're failing to understand. No, I'm smiling because that's my cousin. I, I don't care who it is. What they're failing to understand <laughs> is that these students are only expected to wear these tags during school hours. Yeah. So what that means is the school is actually bettering society mm -hmm. by finding a way to make sure that these jackass kids are in school learning. I wonder what keeps them from just like keeping the thing in their locker. Nothing. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of where I get to. Like, why don't but everybody just stuff them in again, their lockers? Then again, it, depending on the tracking oh, yeah. software, is it it, that? it's going to look weird if that kid was at that same spot for seven and a half, eight hours. Why is this guy stuffed in the locker? Yeah, I wonder. Well, is, it, I, is, it, right. is it tracking them to the point where? He, oh, sorry. Uh, what would we know what classroom he is or anything like that too? Right. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah I, but, I would hope so. Or else, or else, they, or else they spent a lot of money on something that doesn't work really work that well. The, the stats would be skewed. So. They're using the wrong tag. And I, and, go ahead, go yeah. ahead, go ahead, Amen. Um, I sort of, I mean, yeah, Chachi, I understand exactly where you're coming from with that. Um, but I do feel like I think, at least this is from my experience uh, in like in the high school system and stuff like that. Like, as far as like attendance and that goes, you know, there's an easier way to monitor it. I think. And there's a, you know, the idea of attendance, you know, it's, it's something that can easily track, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, to, uh, at least when I was in high school, like teachers, every class they would mark, you know, they would be a mark for your attendance and they would send it off, you know, and it's a way to track the students, you know, class by class. In, in my opinion, um, having this sort of tag to sort of, you know, like computer, I'm not sure how exactly they do it, but like to monitor them. I think it's just sort of a, almost a lazy way for them to, you know, it's a, they can, there's a way to do it. It would just take maybe a little bit more work on the hands I, of the I officials. Disagree. It's a little less paperwork for the teacher, at least. And they can constantly yeah. Well, I mean, schooling. it would be, it would be less paperwork for the teacher, but overall, I, I think this is a better system mm -hmm. because, and just like Eamon, I went to high school too. <laughs> There were there are many a times where the class before lunch or the class after lunch, I happened to not be there. Whoops! I, I I would get lost in the cafeteria or at the convenience store down the street or <laughs> <laughs> you know not in school. Right. Which okay. means uh, the teacher's attendance stats are already off. Yeah. Because the individual teachers don't know. If I happen to be in the rest of the classes before that. And I got to tell you, like, even even looking at something like we're talking to high school here, but, you know, in a, in a tech school setting, I'm finding it hard to keep track of kids that duck out at that break, uh, you know, halfway through a two hour class, you know, right. just just keep an eye on that because nobody has assigned seats. So, I mean, that, that that's kind of, you know, a thing to kind of ensure that. Um, I, again, I don't think considering they're just wearing it on property. It, and this turns into one of those arguments. We, are, we always had those arguments. This Constitution ends at the door in, in high school, right? You're not, oh, absolutely. You're not an adult. They have these things. You're, these people are, are keeping an eye out for you, you know, in, this, instead of your, 
your 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 parent or guardian, you know, during the day. They have to make sure ensure your safety to a certain point. You know, this establishment so, is responsible for for you yeah. from the minute you step onto the bus. Yep. To the minute you step off of the bus. And there's a break in that system, then they they can get their butt suit on. Yeah. You know, um, which doesn't help anybody because then they're getting paying money out for lawsuits and not putting money towards my kid's education. Right. So mm -hmm. you don't have kids. Yeah. Well, okay. Another thing, they're know. using the wrong kind of tag. <laughs> the chitlins. If they want to keep the kids in school, they need to have laser tag to keep them in school. <laughs> <laughs> or shock collars, right? Yeah, yeah. There or you go. Like why not? Yeah, why not? Let's just let's just, let's just go all out. Laser tag, shock collar. Return at the locker. <laughs> what are you like school GPSing over there? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I'm doing. I don't know how to get to my last class. Uh, yeah. Oh, what else is going on? Uh, thankfully, I do have a good bit of video game news for you guys well, this week. What? You didn't give your thoughts on that. My so. thoughts on this? Yeah. I think I kind of did. I, I think, I, I, again, I go with that Constitution ends at the door. They're, they're ensuring that these kids are there. There's no question about it. Chachi, you're not sneaking out and, and going down to the uh, convenience store. Aren't you glad we lived in simpler times where we couldn't be tracked by GFF or radio signals? Uh -huh. where, where where we didn't have to worry about being bullied on Facebook. Instead, we were being bullied on, on, we on being, ICQ. We were being bullied in real life. <laughs> <You're doing Yeah. laughs> because, uh, oh, what? Was it, through, it wasn't until, like... I don't know, my junior year where Columbine became a thing. Yeah, yeah, that changed everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, so, yeah, we, we didn't have to deal with that crap. We didn't get the extra, well, I mean, they put in extra security, but it didn't work. Mm -hmm. Like, right. it, they tried locking the doors, it, like, some of the doors at the beginning of the day and unlocking them at the end of the day that yeah. led to the parking lot. But yeah. with so much construction going on in the school... That didn't really help any. No. And then they tried putting up cameras, but the problem is they only put cameras in the main entrance. So How many side entrances <laughs> yeah. are there in a high school? So, so you knew not to use the front door. <laughs> I'm not coming in that way. Yeah, you knew not to use the front door by the principal's office if you were planning on leaving early that day without saying anything. Which really, would you have done that anyway? No. So. Which also, like, I, I don't know about, like, that area, at least in the in the Texas area, there's a lot of, like, um, I don't know what they're, they're, they're sort of, like, trailers, I call them, where it's just, like, extended classrooms where, you know, you can get more room for, you know, for uh, the size of, like, an actual, like, school. And, you know, there's, from the fact that it's, like, half of, like, what it takes to school is just, like, all these trailers, it's so easy to maneuver out of those with without, you know, getting noticed. Really bad image of what Texas schools are like now. No, oh, it's, it's horrible. It's a is common, it, it's a it, common it, thing it like, in the South. Like, I'm, I'm picturing, like, a trailer park school or something like that. <laughs> and it's, no, not, it's not a trailer. It, in it's, like, it's not that far off. Okay. Uh, it, it, it's it, literally, they took a they took a small building-esque thing and moved it into, like, a, an outside, like, grass field and put it there. It, so, I mean, this is, like, a still building, right? Like, yeah, it's like, a, yeah. This basically. is like one of those like really cheap steel. But my mom works with these. Uh, high school's on wheels. High school's on wheels. <laughs> in the South, it's a common thing. Okay. I, if they don't have high schools so much as they do campuses. Okay. Where uh, in some places, depending on the school, it's a bunch of smaller buildings instead of like the traditional high school that we went to. Kind of like where it's one giant building. Kind of like like we always see in the uh, like 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 
California schools where in movies where it's all like outdoor to get between classes. Right. It's more like right. a plaza than right. than a building, you know, of, of classrooms. So something like that. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, that's a common our, thing in warm climates. Our school had a. Oh, sorry, sorry. Chuck, sorry no, it's Chuck. okay. I'm done. Our school had a courtyard with chickens in it. Just so you guys <laughs> ever want to know that. Like legit, like like not just when the senior like, prank came around because they always nope. like. They always dropped like a, a a turkey or something in ours. Chickens, Chickens. lived in the courtyard until John one day Town we had P- chicken nuggets. Oh, Johnstown, PA, ladies and gentlemen. Johnstown, Not Wimber, PA. PA. What's that? Wimber, PA. Wimber, PA. Wimber, PA. There yeah. we go. Wow. Yeah. You guys, making my school sound normal. And we also had green <laughs> hot dogs. Awesome cast. Awesome cast. Back to the tech. All right. All right. All right. Hey, remember the Ouya? I do remember, remember the Ooh Yeah. We were like, oh, you yeah, we should put some mo- money on this thing. It's going to be a real thing. It's, it's going to be huge. Thing. It's going to be huge. Actually, it's kind of tiny. It, it is really it is small. It's really tiny. <laughs> Look at that. Like the device That's itself all is, it is. is rather small. We were really talking about I mean, the idea was you're taking an Android phone sort of device and, and, and just making it for consoles, right? right? It, Shaping it for consoles, console yeah. gaming. But it's real, damn it. Uya developer, according to The Verge, uh, consoles to ship on time, available SDK, uh, available along SDK on December 28th. Merry Christmas! Wow. Yeah, um, in case you don't remember, the Uya was uh, not arguably, uh, was the most successful Kickstarter of all time, um, raising over, what, $5 million? So again, this is going just to the developers right off the bat, but they say the SDK itself will be available to everyone, not yeah. just uh, not just uh, purchasers of the developer console. Correct. So, so I mean, it's it's Linux, so it's standard, right? right? So ideally, I didn't have to get in on the ground floor with this thing to get the thing to start working on something for the thing. No, you you got in early, so you, I mean, you got in on the ground floor to so make that it you happen. could get. So A, you could make it happen, and B, so you could get it before everyone else could get it. Yeah. And then once everyone else gets it, it's Linux, it's Android, therefore it's made for you to mess with. Mm-hmm. Uh, just I tinker. mean, you're going to want to get your hands on something to test it, make sure your thing actually works on this specific hardware. Right. But other than that, you've got a head start at this point. Yep. You know, mm. on, on December 28th when this thing comes out. Tinker away. So it's real. And I'm wondering, you know, it had a lot of support in. I'm wondering what it's going to do from there. Is it going to be the uh, the little uh, the little Linux console that could at that point? You know? <laughs> Are you still, is anybody else here? What, what's up? The little Linux console that could. <laughs> I mean, is anybody here like still, I, I can't remember what we were so excited about, to be honest, because it was a few months ago. Uh, we so were, I hope they re-splash when it does come out for the rest of us. We were excited because it was another console. It was a $100 console. Yeah. That seems like, I mean, it has Minecraft, right? It should. So, which, is a, which is a big deal. Uh, it had a bunch of is other it, people saying they're going to do exclusive stuff for it. What's up, Bobby? Is it like kind of like, does it play PC games? No, no. it plays Android. No. Oh, oh. I think it works alongside games from, I don't know if they use the Google Play Store, or at least they have their own store, kind of like you think like an Amazon uh, Fire Store, you know, <laughs> where it's in, where it's Android stuff, but it's stuff vetted for the device. So I think, because uh, everybody, I mean, obviously, like, you know, your phone game, like Angry Birds for your phone isn't going to directly work with this. It's a different console, right? right? 
It's a different controller. You, you actually have a controller. So, so they're going to have to do a little bit of an adaptation to the control scheme on it to make it work on your TV. And I have a feeling that, you know, in the long run, that's probably not too difficult to do that translation. Uh, depends game, game to game, of course. Uh, and then you just port it over to this thing. And that's what the SDK is for. So you can start doing that. You can start start porting over your Angry Birds. I wonder if the Google Play Store would be available in this. I don't, I really don't think straight up it will. I, I think it's too outside the box. I would be very surprised. It'd you be cool how, if it was. You know how happy I would be if the Google Play Store was available in this thing from the get-go? Because all the stuff you bought will work on it. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah, all the movies I bought, all the music. I can't see that because you have to be kind of semi-vetted uh, as a device maker right. in order for you to get the Google Play Store, right? Like, it's like something like that. Like certain tablets don't have the Google Play Store. Like those mm. cheapo Chinese ones. Mm. No, they get yeah, You can put the Google Play Store on them. Okay, okay. But like something like uh, with the Amazon Kindle, but still that's that's something different. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. At least we'll be able to see like, you know, uh, a week week into January, we'll see. Uh, look what such and such has ported over to the Ouya. You know, some emulator or something that's <laughs> going to be insane. So, you're, so, so look for a, an avalanche of those sorts of stories coming soon. Uh, WrestleFan, you have a story here, again, about video games. I did. Tell us a little bit about it. What's going on? <laughs> uh, yeah, this one, this was one I actually, uh, I originally heard it from SourceFed, but I did some more investigating into it. Uh, sort of, sort of interesting stuff. Uh, the Museum of Modern Art in, uh, New York City is adding video games to their, uh, their, uh, collection, their display. Um, they're oh, doing super, a sort of, I guess, uh, a section of their museum will be dedicated ex- uh, exclusively to video games. Oh, man. Ebert's not going to like this. Nope, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> he is going to uh, be pissed. <laughs> um, but, yeah, according to uh, the uh, press release, I'm, I'm at the uh, Smithsonian.com. Uh, they have uh, 14 games already announced for their display. Uh, includes Pac-Man, Tetris, Another World, Mist, SimCity 2000, Vib Ribbon, the Sims, Katamari Damacy, Eve Online, Dwarf Fortress, Portal, Flow, Passage, and Cannabolt. Wait, Flow um, is in this? I'm sorry? Flow is in this? Flow is. I, I'm not, Where's I'm not, Riz at? Hey, I'm Flow not is a sure. great It's game. got a big O, and the rest of them are lowercase letters. I think that's that's the one that we've been playing, right? Like on Amazon and I was on, on iPhone. No, I and, think that's the one for the PlayStation. No, oh, it's a different one. Okay. Yeah, I think so. But I yeah, don't think it's the dot. Pretty one. good collection here. I mean, they, they, this video has a lot of people like Lowell Bush now uh, in here. They have a lot of other video game guys in this interview here. And off. some of the, and some of the ones that are future, I guess, sort of perspectives if they want to uh, move on with it is uh, Legend of Zelda, Street Fighter, Animal Crossing, Super Mario sixty four, and Minecraft. So nice, nice. And so they're really looking for the stuff that were like kind of the genre benders. Ah, oh, Shenmue. They just showed Shenmue. <laughs> yes get those little toys I, I i'm still why am i excited about shenmue but i was it just took like three weeks of my life um anyways uh so yeah no that's pretty cool uh it kind of like the the uh more vetting of, of video games as an art form right yeah at this i'm pretty sure that's the consensus of a lot of people on this show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep i mean yeah. a- anything anything to, to prove that we haven't completely wasted our time with this over all these years right Right. And it's uh, and I I was interested sort of in like the criteria that they were sort of basing it a lot on. It's not just the actual like video game experience, but also stuff that including like the coding and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, that that plays into it becoming it being considered an art form. Um, so yeah, have you I, seen I, 
the coating. <laughs> I got kids. I got kids banging their heads against the wall for HTML. Can you imagine this stuff? I, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm just throwing that out there. The coding itself can be considered a work of art. It's 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 another world when you get into this, something like that. That's why that's why like when when I I've had I've had friends and and and, and stuff say I want to get into video games. I'm like, are you sure you want to get into video <laughs> games? Do you know what all goes into a video game? You want to be a coder? Have you coded anything yet? Do you want to do art? I hope you really like to do art because you're going to be working on like that dragon's wing for six months. Okay, I mean that's that's you know or or just like you will be working on every blade of grass in there. You see how detailed games are? Do you want to be the person that works on that little detail? Does that excite you? If that sounds really boring, you should go back and continue playing Black Ops and shut up. <laughs> I worked on a video game. Oh, which video game did you work on? Skyrim. Oh, what what did you design? Uh the uh scale on the one dragon right there. I mean, but seriously, That's... like it's not that bad, but ser- it, it is one of those like you really got to love this thing to be part of this cuz especially something like where it's teams that are like hundreds of people and it is <laughs> does get to that point where you're like you're work, looking, working on a blade of grass. <laughs> Somebody was, has to there... make that blade of grass. Everything there... you see there was a game designer. I I was reading somewhere where they they were they were asked them what they were they've been working on for like the last month, and somebody's like, "Oh, I was working on a rock the last three months." Like seriously, <laughs> that's what seriously, I'm saying. Rock. That's what I'm saying. I, a good friend of mine, he actually is in a uh, bit of the game design industry, and he told me like he's I mean he graduated about when I did, you know, probably around the same age, and he says, "Yeah, I'm probably going to do about another five years of this, and I'm going to find something else. I'm going to I'm going to retire and find something else." I'm like, "Holy crap! You're not even going to be 40 by then." And he's like, "Yeah, burnout's real real big on in this industry, you know. Only the right. big guys like a, a Peter Molyneux or 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 Nolan Bushnell or some of these other guys actually stick around because now they have underlings to do all that boring crap <laughs> and designing rocks and grass blades, right? I mean, that's that's really because you you don't last. I don't think being a grunt in an industry like this. Hey, guess how many people it takes to make that grenade explode that you just threw in uh, Call of Duty." Think of the little people. Think of the little people that made the laser sight work in Call of Duty. Think of the little people that that made that made that little sweet RC car that blew up that guy. And you're like, that was cool. Who's the next person I'm going to kill? Somebody did that. Gonna, wow. Okay, off the soapbox. Let's move on. That's somebody's uh, baby. That's somebody's baby. He didn't get to go home because he was late on a deadline to make that rock. He slept on his desk. <laughs> On his desk. On it, under it, in it. And you're criticizing that one grenade throw. You wonder why why video game guys get so pissed off when you just slam the crap out of their games. I don't Because good or bad, they spent a buttload of time to, uh, on that. I know, Chachi, you're very critical of that indie game, the movie. But those guys, I mean, they, they dedicated how many years to do, one game? Do not care. Nope. Do not care. What is what is your? I've heard some stuff about indie game, but I'm not. I don't know. Uh, like no, I have absolutely no problem with the uh, uh, the documentary itself. The documentary itself is very well done. It's extremely very well, well done. done. I love it and uh, is watchable from start to fin- finish. I've actually watched it a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought it before they released it on iTunes. 
Uh, they did it's a, on Netflix now, too. I think. It is. Right, and it it's is. on Netflix now. Yeah, check it out. But uh, my issue is with uh, Phil Fish. Phil, Phil, my dear friend Phil uh, designed the game. That guy designed the game uh, <laughs> Fez, which in and of itself is an amazing game it is. It if is. it works. Mm-hmm. Um, my first issue with Phil was uh, at one point in the movie or in, in the documentary, spoilers. he has to – no, this isn't spoilers. It's <laughs> known history. Um, he has to get a, a waiver signed by uh, his original partner for the game in order for him to show it at PAX. Mm-hmm. Um, and he flat out says, because the, the camera crew asked him, he's like, they're like, uh, so what, what happens if you can't, if he doesn't agree to sign this, sign away his rights? And he's like, I will literally kill myself. And I'm like, um, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> it, it, when it comes down to it, just a game. You know, I go back to that thing where it's something like this. When nope. it's something, no, no, no. When it's something like this. When it's something like acting. When it's something like like being a good designer and 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 you know, you know, people that kind of excel. I I I, I always go down to there has to be something freaking wrong with you. Yeah, I, I because just, to, to yeah. want to put dive yourself into something like that, you know, be a be a you know. Uh, developing, acting, everything like that. Because most people are like, you know, there there has to be something that drives you, and and usually it's like like you know how many how many well adjusted comedians do you know out there? Right. I, I think I, that, I, I think that, that is, I apply. Well, yeah. well, that just well that just made me think, and, and I think that some of the things you mentioned before, how I compare I compare it to like going into the wrestling business. Yeah. Like yeah. surprisingly enough. I, well adjusted people don't do this, right? <laughs> right? Even, Actually. even this. Well adjusted people don't sit every Tuesday night behind a bunch of cameras and do this, right? True, true, true. I'm well adjusted. Chachi. Yes, sir. They talked about this actually this week on this week's indoor kids. Mm-hmm. And um they brought up a good point about he basically threw himself into this game and it it was so much like time and energy spent on it they said it was a little like forward of him to say that but nope. i mean when you when you throw yourself into a project like this mm. it, it you know it, it can really? take a toll on you in the long it's like your run. baby in no, the long I run know. the guy just needed a hug no, that, yeah. none of this okay. would have happened and we wouldn't have had a great game from it i i'm not denying the fact that he spent um, five years mostly designing this game by himself. Mm-hmm. Okay? I will not deny that fact. I will not deny the fact that a game of this... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Depth. Caliber. Caliber. Mag- caliber, depth. Magnitude. Magnitude. That's that's a good one. A game of this magnitude um, won't stress you out. I, I'm not going to... Or will stress you out. I'm not going to deny that fact. Uh, however... He is threatening to kill himself over something he can't control. He has the resources. So in the event that he's not able to show the game at PAX, there's a whole legal system out there mm-hmm. in which he can get the rights he needs. Mm-hmm. Okay? So there's that point. Later on in the game's life lifespan, Mr. Fish... This is post-movie. Yes, post-movie. Yeah. Mr. Fish released a game for Xbox Live. 
or Xbox Arcade. Then went on to bash Xbox Arcade for releasing the game and for their policies as far as what it costs to release an update. Now, he knew about this going into it. He obviously had to sign something. Uh, it turns out that um, at one point in the game, Fez will corrupt your save. Making all of your hard work in this extremely difficult game, gone. Now, it costs $10,000 for him to update this game. After he already made, I estimated, um, three-fourths to uh, one point, or uh, three-fourths to one and a quarter million dollars on this game. But he won't shell out the $10,000 to the, the people who all paid 10 bucks to get this game. The other thing I wonder potentially in his in his favor is is it like the Apple system where you don't get that that one million dollars you made uh, for like three months down the line after they counted everything up since it's through their store? Okay, the game had been out for nine months to a year. He had definitely had time to yes. uh, fix that. He had the money. Yeah, yeah. He knew that break was there. He refuses to fix it. So mm -hmm. All right, Mr. Well, Fish can Knuckle dusts his way to the uh <laughs> on. So Steam's in the news again. I know there's been rumors months and months. I, I think you guys have talked to this a, uh, a good length on uh, insertcointobegin.com. Uh, but uh, Steam, uh, you know, there's been rumors about them like doing maybe a Linux console of some sort, right? Like, you've been like, uh, you know, through hires, and I think they had a controller prototype for a while. Well, uh, something just came out of beta. Maybe it lends towards that. Maybe it's just something cool for the rest of us, right? Steam uh, released Big Picture. Uh, it's out of beta. It had been in beta for a good long time here. Uh, I'm not sure if they... Did they open it up for Mac yet? Or is it all still PC? I have, I have, I have, it's probably uh, still PC. No, here it is. PC. It looks like... Yeah, it looks like it's PC. No, no, Mac OS X. Excellent. I'll have to check that out then. Um, so basically the idea is they, they've changed up the interface uh, for Steam to be more suited for your television. You know, because I mean, you know, you, you, you blow up a computer, you know, computer on your screen. It doesn't really work very well. Also make Steam, the, the software itself, adaptable to a console controller. You can plug an Xbox controller right into your computer and it will work with this menu. Mm -hmm. Basically turning your computer into a console uh, type experience. Now, this is still going to be dependent, I believe, on the games themselves supporting controllers. But I think, well, in the last few years, really, they've kind of all come around for the most part, right? I mean, does anybody have any experience either way PC gaming? Does anybody do much PC gaming in here at this point? No? Xbox. Xbox is all yeah, Xbox. Yeah, very rarely, very What rarely. is PC gaming, right? Um, but still, I mean, this is something, and even they have a web browser uh, that they call, here, I'll pop back here, they're showing it off a little bit. And they have this interesting controller scheme. I don't know. Yeah, the, the, this interesting controller scheme that you can use to type, and this is the browser is showing off now, which apparently they call first-person browsing. So... Hmm. 
So it, it, it's well, it's on a computer, so it's going to be doing your YouTube and everything. I think it's an interesting competitor to something like, uh, you know, what's going on with Internet Explorer uh, on the Xbox. So I played around a little bit with that on Smart Glass. Uh, on top of that, they are also doing a giant sale of about 30 games. Uh, if you look at this list, you'll notice it's uh, a lot of games that you've seen on consoles. Lego Star Wars, Lego Batman 2, both for around 10 bucks. Uh, Sonic Generations, Counter-Strike. Uh, what else in here? Amazing Spider-Man. What's that? Super Meat Boy. Super Meat Boy, Castle Crashers, Left 4 Dead. Uh, yeah. Stuff like that. Like Stuff that's going to work really well. Portal 2 is uh, only 5 bucks. Holy crap. Just bought Portal 2. What? <laughs> I just bought Portal 2. <laughs> oh, no, Bobby. So, I mean, I think that's really cool. And I think, I, and I don't know how many people are going to do this. I mean, this is for, you know, more of the tech heads that are going to drag that PC down or make a PC to hook up to their computer or something. Um, there was some talks that they were talking about on the one show I was listening to that they might be doing something where you can uh, kind of beam that to a TV and don't have to move your computer into another room. Um, but really, like, grabbing something like a little shuttle case and just packing that full of Good, decent enough PC hardware, you know, sticking that on there. It's a nice, cheap, you know, you know, buying the games on this are, are super cheap when you look out for these sales and stuff. I mean, just the obscene list of games that I may never get to because of sale weekends on Steam. Uh, and now, you know, I could potentially hook this up to my big TV and play them like I do my Xbox. I think that's a really cool option. What do you guys think mm -hmm. about this? You think this is something to kind of rejuvenate a little bit of interest in, in PC gaming as we, as our, you know, yeah, we're playing Xbox a lot, but it is a little bit going off hardware wise. Yeah, I think it could. Um, I, I, I definitely see the potential there, but I do, I do agree with what you said that it may uh, not, not, not connect with such like a wider audience. Mm -hmm. You know, it might be it may be just sort of towards that, you know, very specific, you know, audience that knows more about it. So I, I don't know. I, I, I could see. But I could. I, it definitely has the potential. You got to think you, you make yourself a console that has over twenty five thousand titles. <laughs> Jeez. I, and, and this idea that they want you to be kind of in steam because this is the largest video game platform out there right now. Is, is people on Steam. It has a community. It's basically got an Xbox Live built in as far as that community thing. Because that, no matter what game you're playing in Steam, that will pop up over top as an overlay. And it's, it's, it's really cool how they have this thing set up. Um, I, think, I think for the most part, it'll support headsets about across Steam as well. Uh, don't quote me. It's been a while since I've done that. What do you think of this, Bobby? I, I think it's really cool. Um, I think it would get me to play more PC games, but my computer's not the best. Like for gaming, which is like a lot of times uh, a problem, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a laptop. It's not a gaming laptop or anything. I can play Portal, the first Portal. I think I played Civilization Five, and the graphics started to lag a bit. Mm -hmm. But that's not really that graphically intensifying of a game. Um, one game I wish Steam would add that they don't have on is Roller Coaster Tycoon, either one or two. They have three on there. Three was terrible. Um, but I really want to play Roller Coaster Tycoon on my TV, so please, Steam, add that to your collection. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and it's um, really, like, even as far as, like, PC stuff goes like that, like you say you have a have computers a little, a little long in the tooth. What's really nice since they have that entire back catalog is, like, do something like, hey, you ever want to play the Quake games again? Go grab the Quake games, and they'll run great on that that 
you know, kind of older laptop you mm-hmm. got sitting there, right? Like, I think there's a lot of op- opportunities to kind of rejuvenate those older computers if you are sitting on something like that. Because, I mean, this stuff is so cheap, you know? <laughs> why Why not? I mean, I mean how many ca- cases where, like, like, my brother and I both have rebought things that we owned on DVD or CD mm-hmm. just so we have mm-hmm. it? Because that CD or DVD is going away. We've already lost it. It's cracked. Who knows what happened to it, right? But now it's like it's in the cloud. Moving your gaming to the cloud at this point. To the so, cloud. To the cloud. To the cloud. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. I, I think it's really cool. Something to watch out for. This might be kind of that first step. And maybe that gets this is this is what, you know, the future is that turns into a Steam, you know, uh, console. You know, maybe it'll just be a PC with this running over top of Windows for all we know. Right. So. All right, what else we got here? I got a couple more. Let's talk. We talked a lot about social media so far. I'm sorry, we talked a lot about games so far. So, I saw I saw an interesting. Oh, all these polls, right? Uh, <laughs> I wish Rob was here to tell tell me how stupid all these were. Um, so I saw one over the uh, uh, Black Friday crazy weekend. Where it told it, it talked about like what social media contributed to what percent of sales. Twitter, zero percent. Really? I don't believe that. That way you gotta wonder how they're tracking it. Are they tracking direct clicks? How many time have you have I recommended something to you? Hi, Chachi, how many times have you talked about a movie that you were watching on uh, Twitter? A lot. And how many times have I followed up on this to go back to a conversation we were having earlier? A lot. Exactly. Am <laughs> I clicking on a movie to follow through with that? Yes. No. You, well, I mean, you, you usually watch what I tell you to watch. Yes, but uh, you there's... told me. You didn't say, hey, go watch, uh, what's, what's a movie? Go watch uh, uh, Exit from the Gift Shop. You're just talking about it on Twitter and getting pissed off about it, right? Or yeah, same with the true. indie movie. I didn't click a link from your tweet to go do that. I, I was like, hey, I should go go put that in my uh, instant queue. Or I'll, I'll store that in the back of my brain, you know, for in the case of indie game. And it pops up on Netflix. No, that's that game Chachi that one time. Right. There's no you, way to really track these. No, there's not. Yeah, but uh, we both know that you watched it because I told you to on Twitter. Exactly. Which is really, and that's where where everybody kind of sees a problem when I go to a client and says, well, I want to see these sales go up and I want to see it directly from this through referrals from Twitter. And like, well, it's not really going to work that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this is why. Now, now Mashable has posted a uh, not completely related one, but social media use leads to real world actions. So you told me to watch that movie. Right. Or I want to watch that movie. Yes. And how many people do we run in a pod camps and meetups that are there meeting new people because they met them first on Twitter? Yes. I think that's a prime example of what's going on here. Correct. Um, I had a quote like right here. Uh, while Twitter is second from the bottom in driving offline actions, the engagement it does inspire is active in nature. Uh, here, according to Mashable, twenty-five percent of Twitter users have participated in an activity, and thirty percent have attended an event as a result of online interactions. The survey found. So I, I think this is this is a like good demonstration to see that people involved with Twitter. One, I think they're more engaged for the most part. Right. Right. They're actually involved in Twitter, like like you guys are uh, when it deals with the wrestling. Like Chachi is every day. What with 
with with twenty sided die rolls and, and God knows <laughs> I what run, else. I run I run an interactive Twitter. You do run a very interactive. I, I always Twitter. want to participate in that, but then I forget to. Yeah, but, yeah, but you're in a paradox, so you know it's right. like yeah, it's, just, it's like five a.m. by the time he does that for you. So uh, I tried to participate, but realized I was logged into the wrong account. You participate? Well, I mean. No, I mean for the the die roll because I always like see it, and I'm getting in the shower, and by the time I'm out of the shower, it's like, oh, hey, you rolled the dice. I got a I response go- from you. <laughs> I I know that if uh, the Mayhem Show account, for example, like did this morning, uh, responds to the twenty sided die roll, I know it's you. Okay. Because for instance, you know that I left it on from the night before when right. Raw was on, right. on on my Twitter, and I didn't look at it because it's too early in the morning. Correct. But really, I think I, I think the Twitter is when you get those people involved. I think it is the most engaging in the long run. Uh, I think too much stuff kind of flies by. This is so weird because it could go either way. Because really, Twitter stuff kind of flies by, but when you yeah. see it, you engage in it. Maybe it is that immediacy. Maybe because you know that post hasn't been sitting there for a while, right? Mm-hmm. right. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's a really interesting case. What do you, what, what do you think about this, Bobby? I like Twitter. Good. <laughs> I think I, I, I've i gone to like uh, Comic-Con and stuff because of people talking about it on Twitter and just, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, know, I know you guys are in Pittsburgh and I want to go to Pittsburgh, but, you know. Move to Pittsburgh. I should move to Pittsburgh. I know, move to but, Pittsburgh. Um, Let's move here, Bobby. <laughs> also, I call 21 for your uh, dice roll tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sick of that joke. Just, just get in ahead of How many times do you get oh, that joke? Okay, then 22. I, I've gotten a number higher than 20 every single day I've done it. And it, it it's annoying, honestly. And to the point where I'm almost ready to uh, bring in my, my percentage dice. Mm-hmm. And do <laughs> and do a, like a one to a hundred. Nice. You should do that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. too much. And you, well, if you do, why did you start that? Uh, loot crate, lootcrate.com, uh, Shameless plug. Um, sent me a twenty sided die in one of my my crates, and I just happened to have it in my pocket, like the one day. You've been doing it for like a month, haven't you? Like it yeah. feels like forever. Right, it, it's been yeah, it's been happening for about I'd say a month, um, and uh, so I kept I kept it at work, mm-hmm. and so now every day when I get to work, I I let the die decide or predict what type of day it's going to be. Um, it's often wrong, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. <laughs> I let the die decide uh, what type of day I'm going to have, mm. and um, and it got to the point where I'm like, you know, I'm ruling this. By myself. <laughs> I was like, let's just throw it on Twitter and see if anybody will take a stab at what number it is. Yeah. And it turns out I get at least anywhere from 10 to 20 hits a day <laughs> on, uh, on, a, uh, on a very simple pick up a die, roll the die. It shows what little things will work on Twitter, right? Uh, oh, God, yeah. Uh, the, more, the more popular thing I do is the... Uh, if your crotch were a blank question, um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, and not one I can't take credit for that. Uh, that's from a comedian, uh, Ralphie May, mm-hmm. um, who was talking about uh, the dumb stuff his friend asked him when uh, they're stoned, mm-hmm. and um, 
the example he used, which, which also was, applies for just being on Twitter, right? Um, <laughs> which let's preface this: Chachi does not do drugs. <laughs> no, I don't currently. Um, but uh, uh, it, the first one that I posted was the, the direct one from his joke, and that's uh, if your crotch were an '80s hair band. <laughs> Which '80s hair band would it be? And I just kept expanding from there, with with, with different uh, scenarios. Yeah, with different scenarios. I've done wrestlers. I've done finishers. Cars. Nobody heard my band. So, yeah. Poison. <laughs> uh, All right. One last story. Kind of a feel good kind of story here to to go. Uh, you know, I, I'm a big fan of Backblaze. I, I back up all my my terabytes of video on the Backblaze. They're really great. I don't even have a button on the site, I don't think, anymore. Uh, but go check them out. Uh, so they're, they're very big about, like, we just need hard drives, right? We we, we, we have these, these self-made systems. I, I encourage you, if you're interested in something like that, go to their blog. They show the units that they've built from scratch that make this work and make everything so cheap. It's a really cool story. Um, and, and they're doing really good, really good. And, and, and if you're a user of them, they're, they're I think, have a lot more access than something like uh, than a, a carbonite or something like that. Uh, so they're always looking for new hard drives. They they, they opened up uh, according to this. They opened up uh, the Black Friday sales. Uh, let's see if they remember which one it was. Uh, and they opened up some flyer and they said, "Oh, ninety nine dollar hard drives, right? Ninety nine dollar three terabyte hard drives." pretty good deal right i mean i think you can maybe if you look around get one for 130 but typically they're going like 160 ish or so they fluctuate lately so they um i want to make sure i got this right uh so black friday is they they asked their users to to be uh black friday drive farmers uh basically they had about 50 people that signed up to buy the three terabyte drives from Costco, it was Costco uh, from their website at $99 each, the Black Friday sale price, and send them the Backblaze for a $5 bounty per drive. So in this case, they talk about Dave here, who ordered his limit, five drives, which was over $500 on his personal credit card with tax and shipping included. For his effort, Dave would, uh, would get an additional $25 for ordering the drives and having them ship the Backblaze. Easy, right? Um, and you, know, you get reimbursed and everything, and we're really trusting Backblaze at this point. You got 25 bucks. I mean, that's like five months of their service. Uh, well, it looks like it worked. Here's a picture here, guys. Isaiah brought in over 300 drives from this thing. What? Look at that. Is that a drive drive? That's a drive drive. Drive, Black, drive for drives. Black <laughs> drive, 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 drive. So it, they call it a drive farming. To not confuse you, uh, but uh, but no, I thought that was really cool uh, that, that 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 they pulled that off a really cool like outside the box way at looking at this. Uh, you can check that over again. Uh, uh, blog that dot black backblaze dot com. Uh, Sounds if you like a see disease. <laughs> what? I have, I have backblaze. I have backblaze. Thanks, Bobby. Thanks for, for I'm sorry. The, the, the company I'm trying to put over because I really oh. enjoy it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sounds like a horrible, horrible. I mean, it dis- sounds awesome. Look, <laughs> I got back blaze. <laughs> On that note, guys. Hey, hey, uh, uh, Amen, Bobby. Yes. Thanks a lot for joining us. Thank you for having me, sir. See, it's not that hard. Thanks for ruining. No, it. no, I totally, <laughs> totally can follow along. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you did well, Amen Peyton. He is 
the WrestleFan at the WrestleFan on Twitter if you want to follow what's going on with him. Yes, indeed. Also, uh, WrestlingMayhemShow.com and all for uh, for the podcast that I do with uh, these gentlemen right here. But all, um, but yeah, also um, I blog every once in a while on WrestlingMayhemShow.com for my uh, What WrestleFan Watched column. I hope to bring that back uh, sometime soon. So yeah, uh, keep an eye out for that stuff. Also, one of the guys that makes the makes things run over there. Oh yeah, yeah, I kind of helping me out. Mm, yeah, so I I don't like to take that much credit for it. Sorg Sorg is more power behind that than I. Could the other guy that have. really helps out is Bobby FJ Town. He's got what's that? That's a 3ds. Wow! Look at that. I got technology in my hands. Awesome. awesome. It came out like a year ago. <laughs> Yeah, but it's it was, still technology. But still, so many people don't have it. He's at yeah, Bobby awesome. FJ Town, also at InsertCoinToBegin.com and WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Another guy that makes things run here on Tuesday nights. Something terribly, terribly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chachi's on a call. We're gonna leave him be, but you can check him out at, at Chachi says. Who takes calls during shows? At Chachi says and at all the same places. I'm getting emails for the Mayhem Show. Uh, I am Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on Twitter. Check me out everything out at sorgatronmedia.com and oh he's the things over there. Contact at awesomecast.com. Tweet us at awesomecast or also at awesomecast.com. Uh, so you can check out all the past episodes. It's just forward to, 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 to Sorgatron Media, but it's got all the links for your Twitters and Facebooks and Google Pluses over there as well. So go check that out and everything else we got going out. And join us here live every live. Tuesday at live.sorgatronmedia.com. Uh, to get in on the action. So with that, I'm sorry for everybody else. Thank you, our awesome chat room. You've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. Awesome. We're getting awesome, yeah.